G'day, everyone. Uh, it is I, Lyle Swithenbank, back with another installment of the Hoop Ball Pelicans podcast. How's everyone doing? I hope you are well on your weekend. Uh, we're all exhausted from the outcome of the back-to-back games that we're going to break down today. Um, before we get into any of that, of course, if you'd like to go and follow me on Twitter, at Lyle Swithenbank is my handle, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K, as in bank. And follow the show at, um, at HoopBallPels, P-E-L-S. Um, it'd be fantastic. We love seeing the support over there and um, continue to keep it coming. And if you've got a few minutes, if you don't mind going and uh, giving us a review and uh, a rating on um, Apple iTunes, if you've got that on your podcast app or whichever one you use, um, if you can if you can help us out with a review and a, and a rating, that'd be fantastic. Um, yeah, really uh, appreciate all of the support. And the competition is still running. Win a pair of Zion 1s, uh, courtesy of me. We, um, we've been running it for the month of October in support of Feed the Second Line, a fantastic organization that is helping uh, bring food to those uh, that may not be able to do it, uh, give it to themselves, including um, the arts leaders and the like who, um, you know, are elderly and the uh, the culture bearers, I suppose, of New Orleans. So if you want to go and support them, I'm obviously devastated by Hurricane Ida and also um, covid in the last year, like a lot of places, uh, yeah, go and um, check out my Twitter page. And there is a little post on there which you need to like, retweet, and then click the link, donate to feed the second line, and um, show me a little screenshot of it. And um, you're in the draw. We're going to draw it in seven days, basically. It'll be um, the 31st of October. And uh, looking forward to making someone's uh, day, hopefully. It'll be nice. So. We may as well get into it. Uh, You know, I was thinking about what to call this episode and really it took me right back to Sesame Street, uh, if you ever watched that, and had the count who um, does the counting and, you know, it's uh, uh, one. uh, uh, uh. Um, I think the number of the day, which is something you used to always wrap up with, is 30. And we're going to get to why that is such... I don't know, a painful number, maybe why it's the number of the day. And uh, we're going to get into that a bit later on in the show when we talk about the second game. Uh, obviously, over the weekend, we took on the Chicago Bulls. And then on the second night of a back-to-back, we jetted over to Minnesota and took on the Timberwolves. So we're going to break all that down, what we saw, what we liked, what we didn't like, and um, where to from here. Uh, if you haven't watched either of the games, uh, this is going to be a fair few spoilers in it because we're going to go through it all. Uh, as always with the post games, now essentially Pelicans are now zero and three. We're three games in. Haven't had Zion Williamson. The rotations um, without him have been uh, have been interesting to say the least. We've been playing very uh, deep into the lineup, usually about ten players, I think. And Willie Green did say that uh, in media day and in during training camp that we're pretty deep and that we're going to play around ten people. But yeah. It was uh, it was pretty brutal. It was all pretty brutal. I mean, apologies for not getting one out after the Chicago game. I was raging. Uh, we came in and flew into the Windy City uh, where we traded Lonzo Ball. And um, if you remember back in the preseason where they pumped us, well, they managed to do it again. So it was 128 to 112, 112. Um, 
So the Pels came out and started slow, as per usual. Uh, we only scored 17 points in the first quarter, and it really like it just escalated from there. Um, Chicago had 28, and then it was 37 to 30 in the second quarter. We actually won the third quarter by a point, but we were down a long way, and then won the last quarter by a point as well. But it was um, it was well and truly over by then. Zach Levine was huge. Demata Rosen was massive. Vucevic was good. Alonzo uh, Ball had a triple double, which was just lovely that he goes and gets a triple double against us. Um, I mean, all credit to him. Had a good game. Uh, 17 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, 3 steals and a block, which is just huge from, from Lonzo. We know what he can do. Uh, and we got to see that uh, sweet shooting stroke that Fred Vinson repaired. Um, so that was really nice to have it used against you. For our guys, uh, Brandon Ingram was the star here. 26 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. He did a bit of everything. 10 of 20 shooting. Um, hit a couple of three-pointers. And uh, only had two turnovers, so he was pretty handy. He was de- uh, absolutely leading the way uh, for the team. But it was one of those games that after the first quarter, it was just snowballing. You, there wasn't much you could do. We never went on a run. We never looked like we wanted to fire a shot. And um, it went from bad to worse. Great game from Devontae Graham with 21 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 7 of 14 shooting, 6 of 11 from 3, 54%, which... You know, we've we've wanted shooters. That's what we wanted. Went out and got him, and, and that's what he does. He he shoots the ball, and um, yeah, he was he was really really good. Uh, Nikhil was solid with fifteen. Um, Valanciunas got over his first game of three of nineteen and went eighteen and eight, uh, three assists, and he was big on the block. Eight of eleven shooting, seventy two percent, which is much more likely, um, much more like how he usually plays and what we um, what we wanted. So he was he was uh, going at Vucevic. The issue was is that Vucevic is a very good off- offensive center, but he doesn't really defend that much. So I feel like we sort of underutilized JV, and um, which is disappointing. Instead of launching long jumpers and um, fadeaway threes, and uh, you know there was some carry on throughout the journey uh, in that game, and and I feel like it could have been mitigated if if we had of utilize the mismatches that we had and all the strengths of our players and yeah it was disappointing again the bench was pretty average Trey Murphy had five points Jackson Hayes had nine Najee Marshall had two um, Kyra had seven and Garrett Temple had three in ten minutes Sadaransky played seven minutes and did absolutely nothing so shock but um, we did get a different starting lineup with uh uh, with Josh Hart being out, and it was Herb Jones got the call up. So second rounder, um, a rookie, and he got the start at power forward. So really impressive game from him. Six points, a rebound, three assists, one steal, one block. And his effort that he brings, um, you know, he can't teach that. I think he's just ingrained with it. And uh, I was really impressed by the way he conducted himself being a starter really, I suppose you say he's underqualified, you know, um, but that being said, that's probably discounting um, how much effort he's put in, because if you have a look at all of the training um, interviews and the like, in the background, Herb Jones is always sitting there with Fred Vinson working on his shot, he's always he's always trying to improve, and when he comes on, he doesn't do anything wrong, he just plays really hard, and does all the things that you want guys to do, uh, and and 
that was good to see. So I was very impressed with Herb Jones, and um, yeah, he was he was great. Trey Murphy, he struggled. He had one of three from the three-point line, two of five overall uh, in his shooting. And he just looks timid. He looks like he's second-guessing himself. And it was not like the Trey that we, we saw in the preseason or in Summer League where he was just lighting it up. It's almost like he got a bit overawed by the uh, by the big stage and it's it's taken a little bit out of him. But got to keep shooting, mate. You've got to back yourself in. 24 minutes. Um, you could light this, this up. And I think he will fall into his role better and he'll improve and continue to get that confidence when Zion's back. You know, he's going to be taking those open three-point shots flat out because the gravity that Zion brings just drags all the defenders on him. They collapse on him and, you know, Devontae Graham's fantastic three-point shooter. Catch and shoot, he's even better. Nikhil, not today, but we'll get to that. Um, but other days, you know, he's a very good shooter as well. We've got guys now that can spread the floor and... That, to me, says, well, this team's built around Zion. And I'll get to the team stats in a second, but we really did just... We stunk in this one. We just weren't very good at all. And and it starts on the... Well, it starts with taking care of the ball. You sit there and you have 16 turnovers to their 14. Points off turnovers, 21 to 27. So, you know, there's a few that you get left there. Rebounds, we lost steals they were harder seven uh, blocks they had to our five three pointers we were we were actually all right 15 of 29 and they were 14 of 28 but the issue is you couldn't get the ball in any other way and um yeah really just a disappointing game uh i reckon maybe it was the cold weather but the guys just, uh looked like i don't know they looked like they got shell shocked in that first quarter and just couldn't couldn't recover uh, and, and there's not much you can do when you're down big early and um, and can't get the ball to go in to, to get the run happening. Now, key takeaways of this game is, well, Zach Levine is an absolute gun, and that bloke is, is a he's an all-star, and we know that, but he's a genuinely good player, um, probably one of the better guards in the league, and, and he proved it time and time again. Uh, he, was, he was going off. He was really good. Lonzo Ball... We'll see he's taking another step, 17, 10, and 10, you know, triple-double against his old side. What more can you do? Um, for us, Herb's got to just get more reps. You've got to get him in there, keep him contributing, because when he's on, he does nothing wrong. And every time he was on, we seemed to uh, we seemed to go on a bit of a run. He, he sparks everyone, which was a bit like Najee last year. And uh, and, and I want to see more of, of Herb. He was really, really good. Uh so yeah, that was that game. wasn't I was I was pretty annoyed after it. Honestly, we just looked we looked lackadaisical. We, looked like we didn't give a shit, and it's not often that the Pels play like that. Um, I say that we're only three games in. I haven't seen that for a little while, but they actually looked like they didn't give a shit. And um, you know, Devonte Graham, credit to him, credit to JV, credit to Brandon Herb as well. But beyond that, the guys just looked over overawed by the um, by the competition and. We had like Alizé Johnson come off the bench and just like had eight and eight. He was getting uh, three-point plays. You know, that green, Javante Green was playing really well. He had 10 points off the bench. These guys are just like ring-ins. They're just randoms off the off the street just about, you know. Um, they've all come over from Europe or they've come from somewhere else or, um, you know, second-rounders and the like. These guys aren't 
in quotation marks, meant to be there. And so they play hard. They play like they want to be there and earn their spot because there's only so many spots in the NBA. And really, we need some guys that want to play like that. I think Najee really has it. I think Herb has it. And maybe that's guys that have had to fight to get to where they're at. Um, you know, they weren't first-round draft picks. They've had to battle for a spot, battle for their contract. And they play hard when, they, when they're when they on. So, I don't know. There was... It was not a great game to, to be honest. It, um, yeah, I got really frustrated with it, and that's why I had to take a bit of time to uh, actually process it all, so that it wasn't just me screaming down the microphone. If you watch me live tweeting um, that game, you would see that I was just losing my mind because it was uh, it was brutal. So before we get into the second game of the back to back. Uh, of course, we will thank the sponsors, um, manscaped.com. Uh, use the code HoopBall2020 uh, at checkout. That'll give you 20% off and free shipping. Go and check out all of the stuff they have over there uh, and, and get yourself something nice with your little HoopBall discount. Uh, and of course, mybookie.ag. Use the code HoopBall when you sign up. They've got all the different um, sports on there, casino games as well from all reports. Um yeah, use the code HOOPBALL when you sign up. You, I think you get a deposit match still. Uh, if that's not right, well, let me know. But uh, go and check them out. And if you want to do your gambling, of course, gamble responsibly. There is no point in chasing your losses because you will lose more. But anyway, that's just my advice. You do what you want. I'm not your mum. So, game number two of the weekend slate. And another loss. Uh, we... Spoilers, um, sorry, a bit late. We took on the Minnesota Timberwolves. And after a game where you thought uh, turnovers were bad, and we thought the first couple of games they were bad, well, hold your horses. We talked about the magic number at the start of, <laughs> from Count, uh, from Sesame Street at the start of the show. And the magic number is 30. And 30, well, they're, they're crediting as 28 turnovers. It was 30 turnovers. Um yeah, 28 turnovers is what we had on the night, allegedly. I mean, I've seen reports of 30, and that's why the magic number was that. But the official stats is 28. So count, amend yourself. You've uh, you've only got to count to 28 this time. 28 turnovers against the Minnesota Timberwolves. And we lose 96 to 89. It was the closest game we've had all year. It says a lot about the competition as well, because they were, they were trash... We were trash, uh, and we should have won that game. If we took care of the ball, honestly, we could have won that game. We start we started slow, pardon me, and uh, from there, you know, shot 34% on the night, 22% from three to their 31%, and 40% from the field. 18 of 23 from the stripe, 78%, which is not bad. They only had 10 free throw attempts on the night. So it wasn't like we were just getting um, getting hammered. We were we were getting those calls. There was still a lot that were missed. And there was a, probably in the last two minutes report, we're going to see Herb Jones was belted going into the to the basket, which would have tied it up if he had his free throws. I don't know. I don't know. They had, you know, for them... You have 28 turnovers, they get 25 points off it. So we did well getting back in transition, maybe less live ball, but take care of the ball. There was a there was a stretch, I think it was in the third quarter. Third quarter? Second or third. And 
four possessions in a row were a turnover from us. And you're just sitting there going, what chance do we have when you just don't care about offensive possessions? Because you turn the ball over, you, you, your hands move quicker than your brain does because you just pass to the wrong spots. There were so many that were passed into the top of the uh, three-point line, straight into the lane. And, you know, a guy like Anthony Edwards and Vanderbilt and guys like that, they just stick their big arm out, grab hold of it and charge off down the court. And it happened time and time and time again. No, I was ropeable. I was not happy at all, guys, if you couldn't tell. Um, so we actually clawed back in the first quarter. So it was 28 to 27. Second quarter, we scored 14 for the whole quarter, which is just atrocious. Uh, you should never have that. Um, it was just no good. They had 26 and all of a sudden opened it up. Uh, third quarter, though, we came back and answered and had 26 to their 15, I think led by Brandon Ingram, uh, Jonas Valanciunas. They were huge, uh, and, and Brandon really turned it on. He was he had 30 points on the night. And in the last quarter, you know, we were drawed with them. At one point, we were drawed with them, and uh, they hit shots, and, and we couldn't. We just went on a dry spell. And one of the key plays, and this is probably jumping forward a bit, but we get to the last... I don't know, 30 seconds. I think it was about a minute, 52 or something seconds left. And we could go for the tie. And Antonio Daniels, fantastic uh, commentator for Bally Sports, goes, Brandon Ingram has to touch this. Because Brandon had been carving him up. He's hot as. He's absolutely chopping him. And instead, we run up the court, kick it to Nikhil, who couldn't hit a boat in, well, couldn't hit water out while falling out of a boat uh, in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. And uh, we lose. They get the ball and go up the other end, and uh, D'Angelo Russell hits a huge bank, if, oh, like a bank shot three, and uh, and they win the game. And that's basically how it goes. And you sit there and you're going, firstly, we, we didn't deserve to win it at all. Neither did they, because they were also crap. But those last few minutes, those possessions... Slow down. Be patient. Get the ball in the best player's hands. And also, put it in a position for your best player to succeed. Brandon Ingram doesn't want it standing on the uh, like sideline way back up near the, uh, the timeline as well where he can get trapped. No, he doesn't want it there. He wants to come off a screen, cut through the mid-range and do a fadeaway. And doesn't even have to bounce it. And, and shots like that, they've just got to be innate in the offense. We also don't need to rely on just running offensive sets. AD called them offensive robots because you're literally sitting there just going through your set. And if, if it turns to shit, well, you need to be able to adapt. You can't just all of a sudden decide that you're not going to be able to um, do your set so you're just going to turn the ball over. No. Be instinctive. You still got a little orange hoop at the end of the court that you can put the orange ball that's in your hand in and you'll get two points, depending on where you're shooting. You don't have to wait for two screens to come from either side and then Jackson's going to slip one and you're going to pass to him who's going to pass to you and then you're going to do this fancy fandangled up and under layup. No. Play basketball. Play free. And play fast. But take care of the ball. And whether that's an oxymoron, you know, you can't have them together. Um, 
I don't see that as, as true. I think you can play with pace, but you can take care of the basketball. You don't have to take the first option. You also don't need to throw it out into no man's land where they can where the opposition can grab it and run up the other end. It was, it was frustrating. It honestly was because they held on for so long and then just like fell in a heat. And you sit there and you're going, how did we end up losing this? I'll tell you what, it was turnovers was the main thing, but you should never have had a chance. And, and when you do have those chances, you've got to steal them because they let you back in. Carl Anthony Towns got himself fouled out with six minutes to go in the last quarter. Um, you know, he was carrying on and threw a chair and JV was all over him. And, you know, in the end, it just fell away and we, and we lose. But I guess you get that. It's frustrating. Uh, if we head over to the other stats, um, yeah, turnovers, that frustrates me. Anyway, sorry, I shouldn't have looked at that again. Uh, Brandon Ingram was big. He played 40 minutes, 30.6 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, 12 of 23 shooting, 3 of 7. Uh, he had 7 turnovers, which, you know, culprit A uh, in terms of ta- turning it over. But the ball's in his hands. He was forced to create. He was forced to basically just win the game for us or try. And he dragged us back by scoring 90% of the shots in... Um, in the third and fourth quarter, it's just fantastic. Uh, uh, Valentunas had another strong game, 20 and 17. And especially when Cat um, went off, Naz Reed had no answer for JV. JV was feasting on him. He had, yeah, 20 points, 17 rebounds, two assists, three steals, a block, six of 10 shooting, eight of eight from the free throw line, and only one turnover. The bloke was huge. Uh, and he is a monster. He's a man mountain. Uh, like we said, the three of 19, is, we're not going to see that again. This was just, that yeah, was fantastic. Nikhil had 14 and 14 rebounds, but he shot six of 24, 25%, and two of 13 from three. He was woeful and had five turnovers as well. You know, he pulled some shots out of his behind, like an over-the-head sort of driving layup that banked off with his offhand. But then the open catch-and-shoot threes were just not there at all. The mid-range was not there, and uh, yeah, he he had a pretty bad one. Devontae Graham had 11 points, 2 of 14 shooting, so he cooled off. 1 of 10 from 3, so that was pretty good. Uh, not, and 3 turnovers, so he was pretty average. Herb started again, uh, which was lovely to see, uh, and he had 2 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 block, uh, and 1 foul in the last 2 minutes that should have been 2 free throws, so... Honestly, the bloke works so hard. And to have a young guy like that, well, all credit to him. On the night, he was a plus seven, which I think was the best. The best of anyone on the court. Uh, even better than Brandon Ingram, who was only a plus two. In the plus minus, Herb was the best. And um, you could see it. We actually saw um, Trey Murphy play a bit. He was 21 minutes, six points, five rebounds, one steal, Two of five shooting. He's not getting the shots, not the volume, but he hit a couple of threes, which were nice. Garrett Temple played a lot. 15 minutes, actually, so it felt like a lot when he was out there. And they kept relying on him down the stretch. He was a minus 20 on the night, which was better than the minus 107 he was last game. But um, there's got to be a point where you pull the pin and say, actually, no, we, we don't want you on. But I'm looking at the list and I'm like, who do I want on? You know, like, at least he's got a bit of length. He doesn't take many shots. He took one shot the whole game and he hit it. So, 
You know, what more What more do you want? He's a bit slow, but otherwise, I don't see anyone down the list that I want on over him at the moment. And there's got to be those minutes there. Um, you can't just play five people and expect to win. People get tired. Uh, but again, the bench was woeful. You know, we only had 12 points from the bench for the whole game. Uh, with Temple's three, Jackson Hayes had three points. Kyra, he had zero, but he also had four turnovers. He was crap. Uh, and he was, you know... Actually, no, crap is, is probably too rude for him because what happened is he got uh, intimidated by Patrick Beverly. His teammates didn't come and put any body on uh, Pat, Bev, and, and Bev just absolutely tore him a new one. And, uh, you know, every time he tried to do something, Patrick Beverly was there hassling him. Um, it overwhelmed him, and, and he shouldn't have been put in those situations where you go against a guard like that um, without any protection from one of the other guys. Uh, like JV come and put a big screen on him or something like, or, or Jackson, you know, use a foul up if you need to. But if it makes him think about it, well, he stops jawing and he stops trying to take uh, the ball off Kyra as much. So we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, Kyra looked overwhelmed in this one. He, he really was, he wouldn't have been happy with that game, I don't think. So disappointing. There's another one in the books. I think the next game that we have coming up is we get a day off and then we play the Wolves again. And uh, that is still up in Minneapolis. So I don't know whether or not they're staying up there. I suppose you would. You just stay for an extra day. But, um, yeah, I think we need to redeem ourselves against them in this one um, coming up. We can't go... Well, I mean, you probably you can. I mean, statistically, you can go 0-4. But we need to get a win. And I think we were close. You know, they're not going to have... They're going to have the exact same team. I don't know if D'Lo is or D'Angelo Russell's going to have the same bad game that he had until the end where he only had 12 points, 35% shooting. Carl Towns is huge with 25. You know, Anthony Edwards is a great player. 19 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, a steal and a block. Uh, he's very handy. And uh, he loves it as well. He has a bit of a chirp. Um, and uh, you like to see that from the young fella. And he's got some hops. I think the key for the next game is take care of the ball and get Brandon Ingram going early. If he can get into his set early and starts hitting his shots, uh, you know, you're not going to be able to stop him. He dropped 30 tonight and he had to absolutely work his behind off to get to that stage. What's he drop when they make it easy? You know, the world's his oyster in terms of scoring. Uh, JV, we've got to go through him again. You've got to go at big cat and keep trying to foul him, keep trying to keep him uh, uncomfortable because he's a difference maker. Without them, he's a different side. So, uh, yeah, without him, they are a different side, yeah. And uh, he he's the one you got to stop. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, it's early days and Zion's foot, it, we all just got to be thinking about hoping that heals as quickly as possible because this team needs him. He's your franchise player. He's a fantastic player. We want him back. And whether or not that fixes everything when he comes back, who knows? But we need your Zion. We really, really do. So I think I might leave it at that. I'll have a chat to you after the next Minnesota game. Uh, of course, look after yourselves. This is the Hoop Ball Pelicans podcast. I'm Lyle Swithenbank. You can follow me at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter, at HoopBallPels as a show, and uh, hoop-ball.com presentation. Look after yourselves and uh, 
Bye for now. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.